Hello and welcome to Homespun Wisdom Talks with My Neighbour. You're joining myself, Sarah Sharman, and Daniel Confino. Now you may be wondering why is she introducing herself like that? Well, I just wanted to take emphasis on my name, Sarah Sharman. And then let's just listen to Daniel's name. Daniel Confino. The name says a lot. And that's what we're going to be talking around today. Don't speak just yet, Daniel. It's still all about me. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you just edited me out. Anyway, whatever I say, what difference is it going to make? So today we're just talking about names and how they affect you in life and how life affects your name. Whew, you ready for stuff. this? Yes, indeed. Well, I am. I mean, um, you know, maybe I could just start with talking about, as you said, Daniel Confino. I mean, the, the name Confino produces an immediate response over here. The, the well-travelled cosmopolitan types always um, turn around and say, oh, you must be Italian, because obviously my name ends in O. Mm. And depending on how much time I've got, and what I think of them, I, I might give them, you know, various versions of, of the family name and how we got it. But in fact, more recently, it's been a real problem for me because although we call in during COVID, I'm, I'm talking about, we talk about it as lockdown in the UK. And just imagine if your name was lockdown, you know, if you were Sarah Lockdown and you introduce yourself, people would immediately be thinking of keeping their distance from you, wouldn't they? Putting on their mask oh, yeah. and all the rest of it. Well, let me tell you, for any of you that, that don't know this, on the continent of Europe, that place we're leaving shortly, apparently, the name for lockdown in French is confinement. In Spanish, it's confinamiento. In Italian, it's confinamiento. <laughs> in Portuguese, it's confinamiento, or something very similar. And so my name has suddenly become associated with lockdown. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to try and imagine what that does to your daily dealings, and I work with these people every day, mm. just imagine you took your name, Shaman, and then I named the next huge storm, Shaman. Right. Shaman is coming to the UK. It is going to be, it is going to destroy, you know, huge swathes of the coast. Or if you find it easier, just imagine there's an asteroid heading towards us. Um, and they've named it Shaman. Asteroid Shaman is heading towards us. It could annihilate life on Earth. When you say asteroid Shaman, there was the famous Helen Shaman. Really? Yes, who was an astronaut. Oh, an astronaut? Yes. I had no idea. You obviously knew that. Is she related? I have to ask you. Uh, I don't know. Well, she's from Sheffield. Maybe. Who knows? Well, you see, with a name like Confino, they definitely would be, you see, because it's a vanishingly rare name. I don't know about Shaman, um, but... It says here, definition of Shaman, free man strong. <laughs> well, so what I've tried to explain is that Confino means confinement. In fact, we got the name when we turned up in Italy in 1492 without proper papers, leaving Spain in a hurry because the Inquisition was on our case. 
Oh. And um, so the Italians put us in prison under the laws of Confino, which are still the laws they use to put mafiosi away when they haven't actually convicted them, just to sort of get them off the streets. Um, and I got away for years with no one making this connection until Confinamiento came along and suddenly everyone realised that my name was somewhat related to the lockdown. So it's tainted the name. I was trying to make you feel what it would be like if Storm Shaman was on its way. You know, I mean, it's better to have a Storm Shaman than a lockdown Confino. <laughs> At least I can leave evidence of where I've been, but you've got to stay home <laughs> and leave no trace anywhere. <laughs> yeah, and you sort of blow over eventually, you know, and people get back to their lives, whereas Confinamiento seems to be going on and on and on. A bit like prison, actually. Solitary confinement for some. Yes. See, I, I did a bit of stand-up, actually, um, on the subject of my name. And, of course, in Spanish, con means with. Mm. And fino is, well, not many people drink sherry these days, but fino is a dry sherry. Oh. So con fino could be argued to mean with dry sherry. That's better, isn't and it? And therefore you're, you're setting up your children to be given tapas names. You know, so tortilla, con fino would be tortilla with... Dry sherry. dry sherry you know unfortunately we chose biblical names for them so we got, oh. it, we got it all wrong well that's very disappointing yeah well i'm looking at shamans here you could, have, you could have done this research beforehand i mean you're doing it now whilst we're live on the radio yes there's nothing better than live research there are a lot of famous shamans we've got a british tv children's executive basketball player rugby player most of them English. What about the Helen Sharman, though, the astronaut? Which um, trip was she involved with? Was she, uh, did she go to the moon? I would have to check that. My brother actually features on here at the very bottom. What's he done? He's a British international sprint hurdler. Wow. Is that 100 metres or 440? It's 110 metres. Oh, yes, you're right. It's 110. <laughs> but, uh, you... but what's 10% between friends? <laughs> well a lot <laughs> but you ask about helen patricia Sharman, yes who is a chemist who became the first british astronaut in particular the first british cosmonaut cosmonaut what's the difference you asked too much of me daniel <laughs> they were not going to name an asteroid after her were they mm. hurtling towards a near-myth trajectory with earth no, she was involved in Project Juno, or you know which one you want to pronounce it. You know. You know. So, uh... Okay, so you've got some, you know, interesting possible connections. You should research that. Well, as I said earlier, shaman means strong yes. and free. So it's just going to show on this list of names, they are a very strong bunch. But so, I think what we're saying, Sarah, is that you're born with a name you know you can actually change your name by deed poll uh, if you don't like it although that's quite dramatic because i think then you become you get into that aka also aka also known as oh, yes. problem you know previously known as or previous names and you know, people just don't like it when you've changed your name why would you change your name well i have changed my name not with deed poll because that's i quite like my name but with the actor's equity. <laughs> so your stage name. You yes. Mean. So, Shaman 
begins with an S, not Charmin, the toilet brand. Uh, other toilet rolls are available. <laughs> and then much better ones are available as well. I mean, I, I value my ass. <laughs> I'll kick you up there in a minute. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think you can spend too much money on, 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 on treating your ass properly. You know, I mean, you know, that doggy one, whatever that's called, you know. Um, actually, Andrex, isn't it? It is. I mean, yeah, the one with the little Labrador puppy. They've got a very good advert out at the moment. Yeah. It's just videos of people walking with their ass to camera. But well, you just get a shot can... of their derriere. Yeah, yeah. Well, at yeah, first, well, it goes usually... on and on and on. I thought, what could this be advertising? Suppositories? I mean, next time I buy some toilet roll, I'll, I'll turn around to a random customer and say, does my bum look big in this? That doesn't work, does it? No. I'll, I'll, I'll think about that a bit more. Anyhow, name changes. So, yes, yeah, so I added my mum's maiden name to my stage name because I found I wasn't being called in for many auditions. Oh. And having worked on the casting side of uh, the industry, you start from alphabetical order. You start at the top. Well, Charmin is S is a long way down. So yeah. my mum's maiden name, Ekohoho from West Africa. Shame, Togo. Can I just say it's a shame that she wasn't called Aardvark. You know, yes. I mean, you know, Sarah Aardvark would have been way up the top. It would it? have, but Ekohoho begins with an E. My agent said, "Well, why didn't you just spell it with an A?" I was like, "Well, it's too late now because I've already submitted it." Yeah. But it has made a world of difference. I'm considered more, and also. I appear more ethnic with a cultural name. Oh, so this is all the, you know, playing the card now. Playing the card. Yeah, you've got, to, you've got, to, got to use what you can. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, now they see my ethnic, exotic name. <laughs> and yep. they call me in. I've had so many more auditions really? on the basis of my name. I'd heard about that, the alphabetical order, but being C for Confino, you know, I, I've never... Oh, you've suffered, always been at the top. Always oh. been, yeah, you know. Um, Considered first. And and never having any Privileged. confusion. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Just sauntering down the street, suffering anti-Semitic abuse. But you're uh, a manic married man, aren't you, Daniel? Yes, I am married. How does that um, feature? How did your wife feel about taking the name Confino? Yeah, well, I mean, obviously this can be an issue in, in relationships, particularly where the you know, there's, there's a professional standing on in both sides. You know, mm. the, 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 the woman often wants to be known under her maiden name for professional purposes, a professor or doctor or, or for whatever reason. And maybe she just wants to dissociate herself from her husband in case he does something terrible. Mm. And um, doesn't have to sort of suffer the ignominy. So your wife kept her maiden name? My wife had a name that, that was connected to Viking incursions on the Essex marshes. Oh. You know, those raiding parties that came around looking for treasure and women. Mm. Um, and if the women weren't up to it, they just took the treasure, you know. But obviously in the case of my wife's family, um, it, I won't give the name, but it, it, it's a derivative of Olav. Olav the Viking, or the Dane, or I'm not sure, one of those Scandi types that came brandishing a large sword, um, as you can imagine, which made the locals of Essex feel very inadequate, and um, somehow or other, that's how she came into this world. Mm. But there was never a fight about um, 
about giving up that name and taking Confino, which has a sort of exotic appeal, doesn't doesn't ring of the Essex marshes no. or or marauding Vikings. You know, it's um, just sort of lockdown, uh, solitary confinement <laughs> 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 away from the virus, which you know, well, that's the more recent interpretation. But there are there are people born with really horrific names that must. I mean, particularly the woman. I'm, you know, in some countries they have different conventions. So, for instance, in Spain, you you have double-barreled names with the the um, both of them are, are sort of connected together, so you know both sides of the family. But in the UK, you take typically the husband's or name, um, and um, so um, yeah, if you were called Pratt, for instance. If you were Sarah Pratt, mm. you probably would be looking forward to the day when you could get rid of that, wouldn't you? You know, you, you. I mean, you don't want to go through your whole life being a Pratt, Sarah. No, no. but then it could be worse. You could be a Hinkin... No, what is it? Glasscock? We've got this. <laughs> <laughs> Glasscock. Winterbottom. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of Winterbottom. Shufflebottom. Shufflebottom, yeah. Do you think shuffle bottom? Do you think they use Andrex? I mean, with all the with all the friction and wear and tear, you'd think that when they get a chance to be nice to their derriere, that they'd find something. I don't think silk. they. I think they use a bidet. A bidet. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's very French, of course. And not not everyone has a bidet. No, they don't. No, there are alternatives. Yes. Well, I'm just looking here because it's been quite a topic of discussion in the newspapers. Embarrassing surnames. Yeah. Well, I mean. You see, I happen to have live experience of, of this Pratt issue. I actually went to a dinner party where um, I, there was people I, I hadn't met previously, or we, Jane and I, went. And I hope you didn't offend them, Daniel. I probably did. Oh, dear. But, you know, there is this theory that you can't actually offend somebody. They just get offended by what you say because they see the truth of it. It's like an insult, you know. Mm. If somebody says, I'm insulted by that, well, you, you, you turn around and you have to say, well, you must have seen something true about what I said to be, to feel insulted otherwise you'd have ignored it wouldn't you true there's that famous line isn't there I don't come here to be insulted do you know what you say to that I don't come here to be insulted or I didn't come here to be insulted what do you say to that where do you normally go <laughs> oh, so dear. yes you have to have lots of quick responses but yeah if you were if you went through life as a young lady up to marriageable age should we say you know suffering the indignities humiliation and abuse of, of being called pratt mm. then you, you might well look forward to marriage and the chance to shed the pratt and, and take on you know any name smith jones i mean who cares just no longer pratt but let me talk to you about that because think of it from the man's point of view yeah if you are a pratt I mean, named Pratt. How are you going to attract a female mm. who is then going to acquire that name, Pratt? Yeah. I mean, you, you can just imagine the, the awkward first date, you know, uh, or, or <laughs> the point at which she realises, maybe not the first date, maybe when it gets more serious, she's starting to have to think about going through life as a Pratt. Mm. So, in fact, there is a solution here. Okay. That two Prats have to marry. 
Because, uh, see, from his point ooh. of view, he's found somebody for whom there is no worse. But then you'd have to check your family tree and make sure you're not actually related. First cousins, for instance. Yeah. That does happen, but not advisable. I mean, if you're royalty, it's fine. Yeah, I think that's been going on. I mean, marriage at first cousin level has been going on for years to preserve family wealth. You know, you can be prevent the leakage of wealth by having interlopers come along. And also where there are dowries involved, that helps. But So if, if you think about two Pratts, it's, 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 it's quite workable because he is marrying a Pratt. So she doesn't have a change of name, really. She's lived with it. And if he can just persuade her that it'll all be fine, mm. not much has changed, exactly. then she only, you know, she's only continuing. Whereas somebody who becomes a Pratt, I mean, that's a massive... What if they thing. keep their name and take the husband's name? Did you just no, say No, they're this? both Pratt. But then they could be Pratt Pratt. Oh, yes. Oh, like in Spain, you mean? They would yes. be a double Pratt. A double, yeah. Yeah, like a double denim disaster. <laughs> um, Sarah Pratt Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, so uh, often it's, you know, you don't think about it from the guy's point of view, you know, that he has got to persuade some young lady to go through life as a shuffle bottom. Or a winter bottom, or a Pratt, or what? What else were you looking up there? Well, uh, there a was glass a, cock. There, yes. Oh, what, I did chuckle at this. I mean, well, I'll let you dig them out, but I mean, yeah, you know. So in those... here's one story from a I found online. Her name was Susan Frame. Yeah. And she met her partner, whose surname <laughs> was me. <laughs> now we are sue me a lawyer and rob me a banker or she could have just been susan frame me <laughs> how perfect well my daughter was at school with a, uh, a a lad whose name was topless and this is where the parents really don't do their homework or think it through properly. They called him Nicholas. So <laughs> he was Nicholas Topless. Oh, I mean, dear. that for me, that's Starkers, isn't it? I mean, that that's everything off. That's, you know, in your birthday suit. Exactly. <laughs> oh, dear, Nicholas. So, yes, I mean, people going through life. And, you know, when your name... We, we haven't talked so much about your first name. We've talked more about surnames, haven't we? Mm. But, you know, your first name is actually harder to change than your surname because it's what you're known as. Yeah. I believe. I um I was at school with a with a guy called David Charlie, named after the um Yorkshire village, I believe, and he suffered with this all through school. Um you know, as in Wright Charlie and so forth. And on his eighteenth birthday, I actually took him to a lawyer and um he changed his name by deed poll. To what? Well, that's the thing. If you had a chance to change your name, what would you choose? It's kind of like, you know, in a, in a way, it's a it's a gift just to have a name and not to have to think about it, you know. So, I mean, I can't think of our children being called anything other than their current names. I can't think of you as anything other than Sarah, for instance. Well, you know um, what? My parents left me nameless for a few days. Really? Yes, to see... what Which version you would be. Yeah, to see like, a bit of my personality. And so what, what does the Sarah imply about what they saw in those first few days? What, that what? she's a princess. Mm-hmm. 
That's it. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Not after Sarah Ferguson, you mean? Wow. Sarah, uh, wife of Abraham, wasn't she? Ah, you're showing your mum's knowledge of the Bible here. Oh, I'm my dad's. Okay, sorry. Um, Yes, I didn't mean to involve minor royalties. Other Actually, and do you know what? My friend did say, Sarah, you've got a very British name. I was like, well, actually, Sarah is Hebrew, it's not an English name. Well, a lot of names are biblical, actually. Yes. In their origin. Yes, and then, there, and then there are the saint names, which in France for many years, you could only name your child after one of the various saints. They wouldn't register it if, they, if you called your, your child something not on the list. Oh, yes. So, so there's yeah, been quite a lot of restrictions. But, you know, so you react to your name, Daniel, in my case. Mm. And I, I was very pleased when Dan Air went bust. You know, it was an airline that used to a cheapo bucket shop airline that, that was in um, running out of Gatwick. And whenever I flew from Gatwick, there would be tannoy announcements saying Dan Air. And I, I always thought they were calling me to do something because of the Dan. You know, right. be like a Pavlovian response. Yeah. Um, and then there's that song, the Abba song. I'm not sure which track it is, but... Think, sing of Daniel? No, not no. There are songs about Daniel. Actually, that's a good point. There are songs about various people, aren't there? Are, there is, yeah. there is. Daniel's my brother. He's leaving on a jet plane to Spain or some such thing from Elton John. Yes. Um. So, um. Uh, yes. Do you do you have anyone? Is there a Sarah? A song? Yes. Well, there's. Oh, there is. There is. Wait a minute. I'm thinking. Who is that by? You must know. Song. Well, my mum always sings, Que sera, sera, <laughs> whatever will be. Yeah, but uh, is there another one about Sarah? Um, I'm not know. sure. I'm not sure. But it, it's quite nice to have a song that you can associate with, isn't there? You know, ah, like, Fleetwood Mac. That's yes, it. that's it, of course. Fleetwood Mac, yeah. Finn Lizzie also did a song. Oh, right. Well, there you go. You're double, double counted. Mm. And um, yeah, so it's quite nice. So, you know, I always liked Elvis Costello's Alison. You know, right. I thought if you were Alison, that would be a great song that you could, you know, sort of in one of your dark moments when you just needed scented candles and you know, the, the bath running in, in your onesie. You know, you could just put on Alison and Daniel. You always mention a onesie. Do you own one? <laughs> no, I don't. But you're right. I'm probably betraying some deep psychological need. I mean, with the confina, you definitely need one as you're staying at home. Yes, you're right. Part of the confinamiento experience. I'm going to get you one. Do they do them in XXXL? Most definitely. Yes, for the American market. You yes. Mean. Do you want a patterned one or just a plain colour? Um, could I have one that deters women? Actually, I might get Jane to knit you one. <laughs> <laughs> That'll keep her busy until the sort of next decade. Actually, she's pretty quick at knitting, to be fair. She just, she just did a fabulous little um, cardi for... Some friends who are expecting a baby shortly. She's just, and she can knit whilst watching a foreign language movie, reading the subtitles. I mean, you you know, talk about multitasking. Daniel, I think Jane is quite a woman because if she has to sort you out, yeah, I'm sure she can do anything. You're right. You're right. I'm a lot to a mm. lot of a lot of man to handle. <laughs> um, yes. Well, Good job. The, she's a Viking. Uh, the thing about Jane is she. Is the repartee is phenomenal with her. She's so quick. 
um, you know, and that's what I value. I, I, the, the, all those instantaneous things in life I love, like the moment you press the shutter on a camera, you captured something it wasn't the same a moment before or won't be a moment after. And humour as well requires you to say the right thing immediately. For anyone that doesn't know, we don't edit our work at all. This is totally uncut. Sarah and me just talking. So any any jokes are unforced and original, isn't that right, Sarah? It is. The laugh is genuine. Okay, enough of that, because uh, I will rewind. <laughs> but back to first names. Yes. So um, you have to be careful. You know what you, how you call your children, because pranks will be played. I mean, our daughter Hannah. We gave her a second name, Jordan, because Jane liked Jordan in The Great Gatsby. She was kind of oh, a wild woman. Oh, I thought woman. you meant, like, the porn, the glamour model, Jordan. No, well, <laughs> that came on. We didn't know that at the time. Uh, Jordan is is, a, is the character in The Great Gatsby who actually does run over the um, garage owner's wife mm. and is just, you know, rather sort of a dissolute person. And um, But Jane thought that... A bit like your parents were holding back. What have we got here? Mm. Jane didn't hold back. She said, "We've got Hannah. She's demure and polite and pleasant. Or if she's a bit of a, you know, a, a runaway, uh, um, tomboy, we'll we'll call her Jordan. So we'll give her the second name. Okay. Um, and then the third name was Bennett, which is a family name. Now Jordan Bennett gives rise to Gordon Bennett, <laughs> yeah. who apparently was an editor of the New York." Times or the Literary Review, who was famous for having coming up with stories that were totally unbelievable. So we gifted our daughter with this incredible name that that meant people didn't really believe mm. that she was for real. You know, Gordon Bennett. Gordon Bennett. Gordon Bennett. And did Hannah turn out to be demure? Or no, you... we should have called her Jordan. Okay. <laughs> you, can't, totally, you can't tell in the first three days, can you? No, no. I have another thing about names. The pronunciation. So, as the UK is a very diverse place, you get names from all over the world. Mm -hmm. Now, when you introduce yourself, do you, do people insist on the correct pronunciation? I mean, Sarah is quite easy to pronounce, mm. but if someone with a uh, name from overseas tells me their name and I don't pronounce it correctly the first time, I ask them to say, can you say it again hmm. so I can say it correctly? But then sometimes they say, oh, don't worry, just call me this. And I'm like, hmm. well, no, I'd rather call you your name, how it's pronounced. And struggle with it a bit and get it right. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's this horrible thing, I agree with you, when people anglicise their name, maybe they're Chinese or something, mm. and then they say their name's Justin, and you know it isn't. You know, mm. they just... That's not a play on words, but you know they've come up with something which is maybe an approximation to their name, just to make it easy for the for the Brits. But right? then that's not also just to make it easy; it's for applications and job. Because if you have a very uh, ethnic uh, name, yeah, you're going to get put to the side. Obviously, in recent so, times, you have to have what they call blind casting, or what do they call it in a corporate setting. Colourblind. Colour, yeah, whatever. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, yeah, so that would be okay. a reason why various... Because uh, quite a lot of um, Chinese names do begin with X and Z, don't they? Mm. And, and that, according to what you were saying right at the beginning, you know, if you were waiting to be cast, you know, and you were called Zidong mm. uh, or Wi-Fi, yeah. um, you know, you would have a problem, wouldn't you? 
You would. Um, you really want to up it, you know, to A for... Yeah. Um, but there's been a lot of discrimination over the years with yeah. selecting people for work based on their names. Yeah, so they, they that's right. They, they send in CVs, the same everything. Yeah. And in one case, it's got a sort of boring name and you know mm. and in the other case it's got an ethnic name and they That's get it. very different treatment but then maybe john smith will turn up and he's actually a nigerian prince yeah and they're expecting some geezer from crouch end yeah a nigerian prince would yeah I, I mean i i was at university with one of those just one yeah just one he was very very upmarket indeed yeah. It's probably running Nigeria now, Most or if not Nigeria, the, the certainly the Mercedes dealerships in Nigeria, which was the family business. So, um, yes, well, names do have an impact and, um, you know, your chances of changing them through marriage to upgrade or escape your fate are, you know, are there um, and um, certainly something that you, you need to think about. It is. I've thought and, about this often. And if you have children, if you're blessed with children, please think very hard before you call them Nicholas Topless um, or other names that you just have to put them Hazel through. Hazelnut. Hazelnut. <laughs> <laughs> or Richard Head, for that matter. Sometimes abbreviated. <laughs> to Richard H or, or Dickhead. <laughs> I think they got it, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> I just feel the need to explain my jokes. Well, Sarah, it's been a, it's been wonderful. I mean, I, I think we really hit on a massive subject here, which we could have just gone on for hours, really. Yes, but you're always one a stickler for time, so we're going to wrap it up here. Well, you you drummed it into me that half an hour is the most anyone's going to listen to us blathering away. So you know, I'm just respecting what you said. Thank you. But it, it is the Sarah and Daniel show, not the Daniel and Sarah show. Wow. There we go. Listeners might think otherwise. But we'd like to thank you once again for joining us here on Homespun Wisdom Talks with My Neighbour. You've been Daniel Confino. And I've been Sarah Sharman. <laughs> Bye for now.